Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. When you harvest the first batch of fruit, it doesn't get finished. After some time, it grows back again. Resurrection tells you, you don't lose anything. It just takes time for more to come. All you need to do is to come out of a resurrection. Somebody shout, I lose nothing. So you see, when people say opportunity comes but once, laugh. Opportunities don't come by once. Because where we come from, we keep going. We keep having opportunities. We keep having opportunities over and over and over. Because of the resurrection life. <laughs> Can you see this? Mm. That's who you are. But you see, the amazing thing is that when Jesus was being raised from the dead, the truth is that he was not raised. <laughs> Look up, everybody. Jesus entered into death as the only begotten. But he came out as the firstborn of many. <laughs> Do you know what it means? When Jesus... Okay, so you are sons of God, right? You, were, you came out of resurrection. It doesn't mean that Jesus was the first person that was resurrected. Then later, you. Then later, you. Then later, you. No. You see the people that will become born again tomorrow. All of us, including those who become born again next next 50,000 years, all of us were raised together. He went there as the only. He came out as many. Can you see this? Can I show you? Romans 8.29 Look, you are having furnaces. Something is changing. Your finances have changed, alright? Your business has changed. Everything around you has changed. In the name of Jesus Christ. I was born in and from the resurrection. Thank God. Look at it. For whom he did for no, he also did predestinate Proviso to be conformed to the image of his son. Hey, today we conform to the image of his son. That he might be. 
So he's the firstborn of many. But it doesn't mean he was the first. It's not like ours. Okay, you are the firstborn. You came out. All of us came together. Do you know you are also the firstborn? We were born together from the same womb at the same time, same hour, same minute. So those who have not received Jesus today, tomorrow when when they do, I don't know how. Maybe we are all taken back again. <laughs> That's why I don't believe when you say, you know, my birthday, your spiritual birthday is the day you receive the Lord. No. Your birthday in the spirit is not different from mine. We were all born the same day. We were all born on the same day. Somebody say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Look at Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. For it became him. For whom are all things? And by whom are all things? In bringing many sons unto glory. Can you see it? In bringing many sons unto glory. In bringing many sons unto glory. For it became him. The only begotten. For whom are all things? And by whom are all things? In bringing many sons in bringing who? Many sons. Many sons unto what? Glory. So he was bringing humanity into glory. Oh, oh. I showed you this in the book of Ezekiel. The Bible says that he saw a man. He saw God. And he, he was, you know, I was talking to you about the rainbow. And he was clad in this manner. From his waist upwards was like amber, yellow, gold. And from his waist downwards was red or fire. Okay? And he was sitting on what? A throne called a sapphire stone. Alright? Now, and I, I explained the, the red color to you. Now, the color red stands for humanity. Okay? Now, it also stands for holiness. His holiness. So what does it mean? Why is it holiness at the same time humanity? Once upon a time, men were cladded with the humanity, with the glory of God, or the holiness of God. Okay? Until sin came and men were separated from the holiness of God. Men were separated from the holiness of God. So when Jesus was coming on the earth, his purpose was to come and restore men back to the holiness. That is why when he gave birth to you in Ephesians 4.24, he said, put on the new man which after God is created in what? In righteousness and true holiness. Now we have been clothed again with the holiness we used to have again. This is what we call glorification of man. What we did not have, Jesus came so that he can bring many sons unto glory. Now, the reason why he didn't say all men is because not all men will believe in him. But as many as believed on his name and received him, to them he gave power to become what? The sons of God. So, those who receive him and believe on his name, they become sons. They are the ones that he brings unto glory. But this opportunity is open to everyone. Except they believe. Now, from today, you will stop saying, I don't know why when I do things, they don't, they don't grow. They don't do this. They don't... Nah, nah. 
You know, sometimes you can grow yam. But when it matures, it's a full-grown yam. But it's not as big as you want it. Is that correct? Yes, Which means that it's not every growth that you have the height and the ink, what you were looking for. So what I saw my mother and my father do is that that yam that came, they will not eat it. They will dig the ground again. Because to them, in their evaluation, it is not worth eating it. Because they wanted more. So they won't even cut any. They will dig the ground and put that small yam back into the ground. That is not what we expected. Then after some time, when it grows, haba! You will see, it's like, I just want to make a channel. Yeah. The, you see the big yam and there are some on it. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I was like, wow. So I was telling them, put this big one, do that. This is called agricultural investment. <laughs> Can you see this? So sometimes you realize that if you live in under this resurrection, you realize that, okay, so you put, so <laughs> this is not what I expect. All right? This is not the increase I expect. So what do you do? You sow it again. You sow it again. You must sow it again. Because when it comes out, this is not what you expect. You sow it again. You understand resurrection. See, if you understand resurrection, you understand seed sowing. I told you, before we got married, the money we had on us was not enough to handle the whole ceremony. Then I had preached several weeks before that when you have some money for a project and it's taking too long, more than you think or you expected for the project to come alive. It means that money that is lying down there is not matured for the project. It's a seed. When you keep seed, you'll be hungry. Sow seed. Ah. If you have five grains in your room every day, is there. What benefit is it giving you? You are waiting for it to increase or multiply by the day. It will not. There's only one way. Sow it and wait for a while. It will come out the way you want it. So God shed that don't I remember that message? And I thought, the Holy Spirit shared with me. He said, if you have any money for a project and, you, and it's not, it's taking like several years or time more than necessary. He said, what you are having is not enough for the thing. He said, it's a seat you are holding. He said, so it. I determined how soon my plants will grow. When you sow a seed, you, you can determine how soon. Look at it. The seasons in this world is different from the seasons in the spirit. You see, when you give seed, you don't go back thanking God. It is in your thanksgiving that you haste the process. So you hasten the process. So I told you a friend gave me a song, Miji Udi Yesu. And that was a song I kept playing every time. Thanking God. Thanking God. You want to build a house. For five years, 
You are saving for it. It's not happening. The money is lying down there. That is a seed. You will be hungry. Take the seed and sow and see if you won't have enough. This is the principle of the resurrection. If God had held back his only begotten son, he would never have had children. Of what use? Because in heaven, God didn't need a son in heaven. Because his son was the word. Who was with him? But the day he became a son, of what use is a son in heaven? Because the purpose was that from this son, I can have many sons. That's what you are reading. For it became him. Look at it. He described him. For whom are all things? All things are his. And by whom are all things? In bringing many sons. So he became a son. That we may, he may bring many sons. He was the seed the father sowed. To have many sons. Can you see it? I'm not teaching you this because I want you to bring your money. Because normally when you are teaching about this, you know, it will go out. He said, the men of God, when they want money, they teach about it. No. It might not be only money. It might not be money. See, it can be any other thing. You find, you find worth, for example, you're a musician. Have you ever, ever bought any CD? Of a musician you like. We don't. We go online, type it, and you download. Huh? You are holding your seed. Yes. I used to download PDF of messages, some preachers. One day the Lord told me about this resurrection thing. He said, who will be buying mine? Because nobody writes a book and buy a book for free. It's costly. They put in some money. Now, to get more of what you are sowing into is to put money into what they are doing. So, I downloaded Kindle. And for every book I work, if it is $2, I buy. If it is $5, I buy. What? The money goes into the account of the writer. Because I know I'll write books. What am I doing? I am sowing that money so that tomorrow I may have many sons. Okay. That is why in the world, there's something called copyright fees. In universities, they make you pay copyright fee because somebody wrote the book. You, you don't want to buy the original, so you are photocopying. So they are saying that we'll, buy, we'll make you sow a seed by force. Do you understand the, the, the logic here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is what the Bible teaches. If God had held his son back, don't you understand the book of Romans? He said, God, who did not withhold who, who did not withhold his son, but freely gave him up for us? Why would he not give us all things with him? So if God had held Jesus back, you and I would never have been sons. 
But of what benefit would the Son of God be for God? When we read the Romans 8.29, he said, he talked about those that have been predestined. Look, for whom he did foreknow. So God foreknew us. And then he predestinated us. For what purpose? To conform. So that all of us will be like his son. That he might become the firstborn among many brethren. Can you see this? Don't like three things. You are denying yourself of many things. In fact, you are eating your seed. One day, it might not be only, you might get married. And that will be the opportunity for many to come. But you won't get. You see, it might happen in everywhere. Because you have seed you are eating. How do you eat your seed yet expect plenty? Before you get married, when there's an opportunity in the lives of people, keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing. And be excited about your seed. Because you have no idea. Nobody has an idea how when seeds are germinating, how they will look like. Sometimes in your mind, you want the tree to grow this way, but it grows this way. See, you have no idea how it's going to be like. You have no idea how they are going to be positioned on the branches. The only idea you have is what you hold. So as you sow, you have no idea how it's going to come up. But you definitely know that something is going to come and it is plenty. That's what the Bible says. So if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. You can't dodge it. So I am not sowing. You know, those of you that have pages, school, year, 2003 year group, blah, blah, and then one person is getting married. You have thousand, maybe 500 people on it. And I keep saying that if they have a plan, the ben- this is the benefit. If Angie is getting married and everybody is sowing 100 CDs, that will be 500,000 for Angie. That will support her marriage. If another person is doing it, you do that. That is the essence we sow seed for plenty. Can you see this? But somebody will say, but me, I'm already married. So it will never get to my point. But something else could come. If I'm paying hundreds, how many people don't get married every day? So maybe you have gotten married today, maybe it's the next two years or three years. You know, it's, it's easy for me to pay 100 CDs or 50 CDs to support this is what Jesus did, God did. He gave his son for all of us. And the package we all received was amazing. Yeah, I know when you talk about money, then I'm helping you here. Okay, go on. Uh-huh. So, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect. Through what? Sufferings. Then he said, verse 11, now, for both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. And I explained what brethren here, Adephos, which means identical twins 
from the same womb. So all of us came from the same womb at the same time. Even identical, for identical twins on the earth, one must come out first before another. But for us, we all came. We all came out together. What does he mean? Jesus, who he is today, is not different from who you are today. As he is, there's nothing. There's nothing. Can you see that? In the Romans 8, 29, he said the same thing. That he must be the, the firstborn among what? Many brethren. Here too, he's saying that he is not ashamed to call you what? Brethren. Adephos. Identical twins from the same womb. Same womb. I come from the same womb that Jesus came from. Why should his life be different from mine? If you are suffering unnecessarily, you ask yourself, the Jesus that has been raised today, is he going through sufferings? The Jesus that has been raised today, is he going through sickness and diseases? So when Paul said that I may know him, there is a way of knowing. You need to spend time to know Jesus. This resurrected Christ. Get to know him. The more you know him, the more you know yourself. Because we are, we are the same. He is the firstborn, which means that he is the kind that we follow. So I must pay attention to what kind Jesus is. The day I find out what kind Jesus is. Whoever Jesus is today, if he's in this your economy, he will not be complaining about anything. Why do you complain? Because you see yourself as the child of Antimatha. This is the whole thing that is destroying Christianity or Christians for manifesting. So it's like we go to church, yet we don't see the benefit of church. So what? Then you want to go to some um, some other spirits or some other group, Illuminati or whatever, you know, and so that they can give you manifestation. But their manifestation is not on, they don't, it's not on the floor that they go and pick. When they go there, they are showed some rules and regulations. They are made to now know who they are. When you are watching these musicians, you see them doing signs. You see them doing all these things. I was watching some, some musician. He's popular. Of course. He's, not. He's been doing the sign every day. You see him doing the greeting. You, you don't even know. Yet your heart, you follow. You follow. They did some awards now. Did you watch? The one they were all in red. They are not ashamed any longer. And when they come, you will see them. Now you see it in their movies. Because as part of their terms, rules and regulations, you must publicly declare the devil. And they have some numbers when they are singing. They can mention the number. Now they are not shy. They are not shy again. They won't hide anything. But you are hiding yours. 
You are hiding yours. They are not ignorant. They know if, if, if I do this, this is what's going to happen. If I do this, what are they all looking for? Popularity, crowd, followership, plenty, fame. This is what they are looking for. And I just showed you, this is what Resurrection Life has already made available for you. You see? But you don't understand. You don't get it. It's not happening. It will not happen until you work it. The work of God does not happen until it is worked. You must work it. You don't work the word. The word doesn't do anything. Hmm? Do you know what they do in their, in their, in their homes, in their rooms? Those of you that we used to pray at the old side, did you see those big cars that come to park and collect things from the old one? You think, they, you think they just happen and money is coming to them? No. Crowd is coming to them, etc. The crowd that follows them, they don't even understand what they are talking about. They have just been hypnotized or whatever and they gather, they gather. And they come because that's what the people are looking for. Hmm? But you have the original. Yet you are not working it. Yet you are always complaining. God, I don't understand why things are not working for me. To even open your mouth to say it's not working for me. It's pride. pride. Get into the word of God. As I'm telling you right now, you lay hold on it. You lay hold on it. And as I'm telling you, you are talking it. Thank God. I'm from the resurrection. I see plenty. I see plenty. I see increase, etc. Yet, you might not see it tomorrow. You might not see it in one week. You might not see it in one month. Because it must settle. It takes a day to boom. That's the God we serve. Do you know sometimes God must be sure that you really believe what you are saying? Or you think it's in chapter decree. I am, I am this. I am that. I am that. When you go home for the next one week, you will never say that again. Until maybe we meet again and we say, say this. Are you working the word? No, you are not working it. You see that your money in your pocket is going down. You must work it. How many of you get money in your pocket or in your bank account and you begin to decree for plenty? You don't. You only wait till the money is going out. Then you begin, or it's gone. Then you begin to say, Lord, I want plenty. Lord, I want plenty of what? Plenty of the empty. Work the word. God was wise to know that I cannot have sons until I I be, I, you know, I, I give this my son out. I will not have more. Even God. Even God. Even God. I just came to pinpoint the thing to you. Because sometimes, you know, it's like, Charlie, we serve God. We do all these things, but we don't really see the manifestation. Huh? You know, let's be real. But the point is, it's not that the word of God is not real. You are not working it. You are not working the word. If you go to the fetish priest, who will give you blood money? They will make you work the thing. That is how, in the realm of the spirit, we work things. The only thing you don't work is grace. But for your faith, you must work it. What do you believe? What do you believe? 
believe it? Do you believe it tomorrow? Do you believe it in 20 days? Anytime I come and you guys are ministering like you are ministering powerfully today, I am seeing hundreds of thousands of people that are being ministered to. This has been my faith and I'm pregnant with it. And I'll keep seeing it every time. Every time. Which means that I am solidifying it. What if one person comes to church tomorrow? Will I still believe in that? Some of you think you believe God when you have plenty. When things are okay for you, think you believe God until that thing begins to leave you. Then you realize that, Charlie, God, why am I this way? God this, God that, God this. You never believed. I told you, Abraham had to work with God for 30, 30, 36 good years before God said, now I know that you fear me. 36 good years. So that one week of things that look like it's so hard for you, God is just asking you, do you really believe the things you... Now when I say, say I am rich, you will keep saying it. But will you say I am rich when there's no money in your pocket? Can you really say that? There are some things you can never say when they are not there. So you see, the best time to take your faith is when it looks like you don't have what your faith holds. So he said, I'm healed. I can never be sick again. Yet you go home and malaria is setting in. Will your language change? Even when they carry you to the hospital, would you still say you are not sick? You see, that is how we work the word. That's how we work the word. Years ago, I used to say that I'm, I won't be sick. I'm not sick. Then Charlie, some small malaria will pass through. But then I began to learn that we walk by faith and not by sight. So I will still say I am not. You can ask mommy, when my back broke and I couldn't walk again. When we went to the hospital and they could literally see that there was something wrong with my bone and asked me to go and do you know, x-ray. I kept telling the doctor that there's nothing wrong with me. My bones are fine. I said, my fluids are okay. Right optimum level. And the doctor said, I know. That is faith. I said, sir, I know what I'm saying. I talked and I said, that's reality. I talked and talked and the doctor said, I have not seen such a Christian like you who come to my office. Because when they come there, they accept and admit everything because a doctor has said. And they are showing you results and you believe. I kept confessing that there's nothing wrong with me. And I was not walking. Yes, I could feel the pain. But I tried to walk. You know, those of you that I used to do this. Yeah, I'm walking. I can feel the pain. But you see, if I am healed, how then do I walk like I'm in pain? If I am healed, that is faith. You walk, you feel the pain, but you walk like you are right. When I went to do another test, and I brought it, he said, this is what? Unremarkable. He said, your bones. He said, the fluids. All my confession. He said, can I, can I keep your x-ray? I want to show to our senior doctors. We want to show to the to this medical student who come around for them to have a look 
at the structure of your bones and your spine. I said, yes, you can use it. I be, the Lord taught me to begin to speak of these things because I believe them. So you believe and your leg is paining you. I've been having some pains in my knee, you know, for a couple of... It was only once I mentioned to mommy. But as far as I'm concerned, my bones are fine. My bones are fine. They are healthy. My organs are working properly. Carry me on a stretcher. I will still not say. You will not get me saying I am sick. And when I said that over and over and over again, I don't remember the last time. I don't remember the last time. Because God knows that we are not just saying it. You must say it until it becomes real. So when you spend money in the hospital, we will be at home and use the money differently. You cannot have resurrection life and be sick just like that. It's impossible. You cannot be eating communion every time. Yet tomorrow you are sick. Yet this, yet that. No, the thing is not having an impact on you. It means there is something you are not believing. There's nothing. And you see, don't wait till another pandemic because you might not be able to stand it. It means that you have not, you have not built up your faith as a resistance to pandemics. Because there is coming more. There is coming more. The devil will not stop what he's doing. Don't you understand? He will do. So when sicknesses come, have you built that faith to withstand? When it's an immune system, you, you put your hope on Sobolo. You put your hopes on vitamin C. In our home, during COVID time, what we ate was communion. That's how Joshua got to know of communion. Communion are done. We are drinking communion. Taking communion. communion. I pray for COVID people. One day, one person came there. He was really positive. As I was praying for him, saliva came out of his mouth. He was saying, Jesus, Jesus. I think on my here or on my hand, one of them. But I know as he falls on my body, it dies. Listen, when Jesus was raised from the dead, Mary wanted, Magdalene wanted to touch her because Jesus' body that he knew was no longer the same body. The body Jesus had could go through walls. Who tells you that when a man comes out of resurrection, everything about him becomes supernatural? That is why I'm telling you, nothing mosquito is supposed to cause you to lie in bed for days. Not. And sometimes, if you, are, if you embrace sickness and disease, sometimes it's not even mosquito. It's a spirit that brings it. It's a spirit that brings it. You remember that there was a time where people were, they were getting, there was one they got malaria, we, and then there was another time, and then this person, I said, no, 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 no. And we came to pray, and I left, I said, in the name of Jesus, I cast all these things out. Do you remember? And then he left. 
You are the resurrected. Born again. And sickness can cause you to be in bed for days. What if you get a job? Where they don't want you to stay at home. Already they want to sack you. Then, then sickness. Because Satan can read the story. And you say what? I'm sick? No. No. For we walk by faith. Not by sight. The Bible says the things that we see. They are temporal. Second Corinthians 4. But the things that we see not. They are what? Eternal. We walk in the eternal knowledge and understanding. Not the things that we see. A normal person can say, if there's this chair there, I can't go through here. But the born again knows that this is not a hindrance. That's the difference. The born again knows that we can go through this. You see, the reason why you will say opportunities, some opportunities you cannot end. Let me put it this way. Yes, we know you have not been to the university. So there are some job opportunities you never try. You never try them. Why? Because you are not qualified for. Because you think when they go, they will ask you of your certificate. Is that correct? Daniel became a vice president. He had only one qualification. It was called the excellent spirit. Today you have more than Daniel had. You have more than Daniel. Now I'm teaching this so that you don't blame God and say, why is my life this way? Stop blaming your witches in your hometown. Stop blaming your fathers and your mothers and so on and so forth. None of them have done anything wrong with you. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.